0: and welcome to EFG, LFG, PSC. My name is Steven Dutzman. I am your host, as always, and I am joined once again by one of my very best friends for far too long, Dana Brown. How are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good, Steve. How are you?
0: I am. I'm doing all right. You know, I'm. I am. I'm a little grumpy today, if I'm being honest. I, I mentioned it in Guild Chat a little while ago. I'm a little grumpy, and I think it's just because school starts tomorrow. It's uh-huh. a hot mess, and uh, I'm. And and I'm also just crazy impatient. Like I want this expansion to be here now.
1: I really like, need pre-patch to come out like tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I need new stuff. <laughs> I need new projects to work on.
1: Yes, I hear
0: you. Because since I am trying to set up a gold making empire, I haven't really even been able to enjoy all of like BFA all that much because I've been spending a lot of time in older continents like Pandaria and now Northrend. And so I wanted to get the pattern for the Engineer Chopper, mm-hmm. which in order to do that, you need to get exalted with the Argent Vanguard in Northrend, which required me running heroic dungeons in Northgard for like three days, which were in Northrend rather for a few days, which wasn't terrible, Right. But it was just, you know, like I, I, you can only do them so much. And so I'm just ready for new content. And I mm-hmm. think I'm also ready for content that is new to everyone. Basically, I'm just ready for an expansion because yeah. I just want to look at something that I haven't seen or seen in a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Yeah, I'm super excited for the, what, Scourge invasions that's coming, and then all of the um, pre-patch, like, mini things, like the customizations of your character, so we all get to just, like, really dive deep into hair color and skin color and, you know, leaves in your hair or jewels adorned on your horns and stuff like that, things that we've never had before, so we get to, like, look cooler aesthetically and then we get to go do new fun group stuff that kind of leads into how we're going to learn how to play our characters for the next expansion, which I am super overly ready for.
0: Yeah, I mean, we just saw some uh, information announced that during the event, the Scourge Invasion, you'll be able to earn these tokens that will, you'll be able to turn in for a unique set of armor, Mm -hmm. and apparently the armor will all be item level 100 or close to it, which is basically like nihilothic gear which is awesome for characters that are relatively undergeared so it feels like the scourge invasion is a cool way to get a neat transmog set for some of your guys but also to get decent gear for under leveled alts so as Mm -hmm. someone who has a lot of those (laughs) i am feeling pretty okay the transmog for the mage is what i'm really going for i would recommend everybody take a look at it and just go to you know, go to the YouTubes or uh, the the Googles and look up Scourge Invasion armor rewards, and you'll see the plate is super boring. As is, but the the robes are actually really cool, and the shoulders are nice and detailed. And I, right now, my transmog for my mage is very, just not all that cool. She's just wearing a, a dress, and this particular set looks really awesome. So it's one that I would probably use for a long time for her. So I am definitely gunning for that one, which is funny considering that, you know, that that means that I'll have to play as her a lot through the Scourge invasion, but I'm kind of okay with that.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen any of them yet. I'm going to have to go do some researching.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they look cool. It looks like they are sets that were... Uh, from what I understand, and again, a lot of this stuff was teased before I came back. But it looks like this was these were armor sets that were teased for some other event that ended up being either scrapped or unused, oh. and so now they're getting used. Listen, I'm all for efficiency in game design. So Blizzard, you know, made these models. So the fact that they're finally going to make their way in game is pretty exciting. Yeah. Speaking of blizzard making models, did you hear about the poll for the mount?
1: Oh, I did. So some of our guildmates were talking about it where I guess they're polling the the population on what mount to add in. Is that correct?
0: Yeah. So basically they want to give them out to everybody next year. I don't know why specifically they want to give them out to people. I mean, that's nice and so what they're doing is designing a new one and they're leaving and gonna give it to everybody and which is pretty awesome and they are going to choose it based on a community poll and so the four options let me go ahead and bring them up
1: oh they have the options already okay i didn't know if it was like super open-ended at this point and people were just putting in suggestions so is this like are they going to do this for their anniversary because a lot of the times in the anniversary you get like a pet or a mount or a title or some kind of like transmog thing um
0: You know what? I don't know if it's going to be with the anniversary. Although that does make kind of sense.
1: Yeah.
0: So, all right. So the idea is everyone is, first off, everyone is going to get this mount. Mm -hmm. Period. Full stop. Everyone's going to get this mount. It's just going to appear in your collection on the day that it goes. So I want to get the... And we have until September 18th to vote. So I'm just going to go ahead and read them off. So the first is a... And again, you choose one of these four. You got until the 18th to do it. And it's, they're just going to give it to people at some point in Q1 next year. So first is a wandering ancient. It says, Not all ancients are interested in war or lore. Some just want to travel the world. A large and leafy mount, the wandering ancient invites you to climb aboard and grab a hold of its branches, as you embark on a lumbering expedition. Next is a soaring spell tome. In the forgotten depths of the Dalaran Library, this oversized tome was found flapping mildly, not mildly, madly around the room open the pages of this arcane-infused book and hitch a ride to magical adventure. Then a Nerubian swarmer. When the Helm of Domination shattered, the Nerubians, under the control of the Lich King, were unleashed. Some were captured by the Argent Crusade and turned by their allies in the Ebon Blade. Now their spidery claws are put to use as mounts, skittering through the frozen tundra of Icecrown in pursuit of the rampaging undead. Next is a curious caterpillar. A curious caterpillar found its way into the heartland and valley of the four winds one night and gorged itself on the oversized vegetables. The pandaren of Halfhill awoke the next morning to find the crops half eaten and an enormous slumbering caterpillar among them. Too large to become a butterfly, this friendly worm is just the right size to train as a mount. And lastly the gooey lightsaber or the gooey slime saber <laughs> I mean, not lightsaber slime it's totally saber. a lightsaber it's i mean yeah sure uh, from <laughs> the slime pools of plaguefall emerged all manner of jellied creatures including the sticky kitty a slimy saber cat that's dripping with ooze it's the kind of mount that you're going to want to wear gloves for so okay. everyone's going to choose mm-hmm. And after you choose, you will, uh, you know, whoever wins in the poll will end up being a, uh, you know, everybody's going to get it. And I think that's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. I don't know exactly. I I don't know who's winning yet.
1: Do they show you?
0: No, it doesn't show. Oh, okay. well, actually let me take a look let me go to the vote for north america so players basically, oh, it doesn't. oh the you... results are shown after you vote oh, so okay. i guess i'm gonna vote right here right now <laughs> on the thing so i can give so i can give people the information okay i kind of want all right so i kind of want the uh soaring spell tone but i like the wandering great right? yeah it's a book
1: Okay. So you get so a, a prob- big tree like an ent or whatever from Lord of the Rings. You get a book. You get a mm-hmm. uh, AQ lich type bug. Uh a big fat caterpillar that reminds me of A Bug's Life or a slimy kitty.
0: Yeah. Okay. But listen, if it's a mount version of the like the pet. Yeah. I'm kind of down with that.
1: I mean, it's really cool when they have because they've done this before, where there's a mount and then there's a pet that is like its mini me, and I think that that's super adorable when you get to be on the mount and have the pet following you around. That looks Correct. exactly the same.
0: So, but I, I have heard the criticism: we have enough nightsabers. You know what I mean? Uh, like we I have mean, enough. Yes, we also though.
1: have a ton of horses, but we end up. With steeds all the time.
0: Yeah. You know what we don't have enough of? Rams, okay?
1: That's true. We don't
0: have enough Rams. But that's I, not will,
1: the I, I will say, though, that the uh, Night fay mount, I think, is... It's more like a towel book, but it's close enough to a ram. Uh,
0: arguably, yes. But I mean like an old-school ram. Would, like. I know. I know. You're, you're a dwarf. Heart. Yeah, I know. I am. Like, <laughs> almost, almost... Exactly. A dwarf. Uh, I am going to go, I think the the Nerubian Swarmer, like there are also a lot of evil looking mounts. And I think that one is just going to trigger, you know, like trigger some arachnophobia. So I think I'm going to skip that one. I'm going to go with the Soaring Spell Tome because that is something we have not seen.
1: That's true. The only thing, the closest we've got is the discs from, is it last expansion or the expansion before?
0: They were from Pandaria. And I know that. Because no, there's stopped.
1: there's ones from um, the class, when you had the class halls with the legendaries, because oh. the discs change based on your um, specs, so it's blue if you're frost, red if you're fire, and everything, so there's those, and then there's, if you're tailoring, you get the flat, the magic carpet, so this is like the first, like, mage-ish type mount in a long time.
0: I'm down with it. That's what I'm going to yep. go with. I'm going to go for the tome, keep things interesting. Speaking of discs, I did become exalted with the lore walkers last nice. night. They said that it would only take an hour, and they were right. So, all right, so I'm voting for the Soaring Spell Tome okay. right now. Wow. Dominating is the Wandering Ancient.
1: Interesting. What it's not. The- it's not something we have yet, so that makes sense.
0: I hope. Th- here's my one hope, though. I really hope that if that does win, which you know at this point it looks like it will be, mm-hmm. what I don't want is for it to just be like the grand, like the Grondling model, where it's yeah. like a big, like lean- and with like a saddle. I hope that we sit in it in a really cool way.
1: Yeah, I want to like, sit that, between like between some for- branches, like right behind its head. I wanted to have, so you know how mounts all have, like, their special abilities where they do, like, some kind of movement or whatever? I really need this tree to do something really cool.
0: Yes. Absolutely. And also, I hope you can herb while in this mount. Oh, that would just, be
1: super cool because it's very druidic.
0: Also because it's a tree. It just makes sense. Although, maybe it would be the opposite because maybe it won't want you to pick flowers while you're in the tree because that's just <laughs> So... Either way, that's what's happening. I encourage everybody, listen, there's only 100,000 votes. So this is one of those things that, admittedly, we've got another week. So y'all are going to be listening to this on Wednesday. I would encourage everybody, just Google, whole Shadowlands mount. You'll have to sign into your Blizzard, and you'll be able to rock it. You can make some changes. If you want the Nerubian Swarmer, you're not gonna be able to depend on other people because you gotta, <laughs> you gotta get some people in there, get them to vote. I think this is a really cool idea. I cannot wait to see it. And also, I like free mounts.
1: Yeah, right? I do because
0: too. Who who doesn't like a free mount? I like free mounts. So let's let's get to business because yeah. the last time we met. We talked about how we had a lot of work to do on our next podcast. And then we sat down and thought about the amount of work we had to do and realized we were not in any way qualified to do <laughs> what we set out to do. No. Oh. So we're gonna we what we're gonna do today is twofold. One, we're gonna rank the covenants. Let's put a pin in that for a moment. And the other piece is we're gonna talk about where we're gonna put our characters, which I think may be more relevant than ranking them. But the one thing that's worth mentioning as far as our rankings are the casual squad. So for us, we're going to be talking about it from an aesthetic standpoint, meaning the mounts, the back blings, the the general like what we think the quests are going to be like and generally which abilities we think are cool it could very well be that if you're choosing based on like best in slot that we are not going to be your homies
1: (laughs) we are not the cool kids for that this is not method or limit or anything like that we're just Two two homebrew casual kids playing WoW.
0: Exactly. So if you're looking for the best in slot, folks, I am guaranteeing that there are a dozen or more YouTube videos where you can get all these things and get the the stats. We're just going to talk about which one is the most awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, we conferred before the – podcast went live and we actually agree so we're not going to be going back and forth and arguing that's the good news the two of us are kind of on the same page so why don't we start there are four Mm -hmm. why don't we start with the last on our list and then we will move forward so Dana What did we agree was the fourth most awesome covenant in Shadowlands?
1: (laughs) So in last place for both of us, we both kind of agreed that the Venthyr covenant was the the least cool in – their aesthetic, like, don't get me wrong, they have cool stuff, but in relation to the other three covenants, I feel like they're just a little lacking. There are some backblings that are cool, like they've got the the six fan of the red razors and stuff. They've got the tome uh, and everything, but it's just it's a lot of red. It's a lot of death and decay and it's nothing we haven't already think, seen before
0: i think for me it's actually not enough decay and for me, for me it feels like i'm just gonna hang out at a hot topic for two years and i'm not yeah, that's fair and and i i just don't know how like stoked i am for that now with that said you know and we'll talk about more about this later I, you know i, I am going to be in each covenant with one of my with at least one of my characters partially to experience the story. And I think from a casual perspective, everyone should be planning on having four characters and going through the, the quest lines for all of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just I don't know how much I'm going to want to spend the next two, two and a half years of this game. In a topic.
1: And you and know, the goth kids there, the goth kids, area. With the
0: goth kids. <laughs> Yeah. It's a lot of bread and a lot of like weird, like bat wing stuff. I just, I kind of was over it. Admittedly, yeah. some of their powers are awesome. Yeah, Like I said, we're, we're super cool with it on that level. But yeah, I think for me, the goth kid stuff was just kind of ruined. Now I know as soon as we said that, all the goth kids listening to this were like, what do you mean? It's terrible. Everybody's <laughs> welcome to have their wrong. own opinions. Like
1: I love goth kids. I've been friends with goth kids and I've been goth adjacent for 20 years, but like, it's not my main aesthetic. This is not what I gravitate towards. I can appreciate it from a neutral standpoint, but it is not where I want to be.
0: Exactly. So also, having watched and seen some of their zone and their raid, I I think I, I just don't want to overdo it because, you know, that raid is the one that we're going to be in the longest. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's just at least for me, I will probably be running Castle Nathria in one form or another forever. Yeah. For, throughout this expansion. So I don't want to overdo it. I want to pace myself with the gothic vibe. So there we go. Number four was the was the Fentry. So number three. Is the Necrolords.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And. It's not for trying. I think they have this. Is, this is this is going to be for me the most nostalgic one, because I played vanilla back when the bad guys were undead and were not. Like old gods and all this Cthulhu shenanigans. <laughs> I remember when the bad guys were like zombies and stuff. Yeah. Right. So this is for me going to be the biggest nostalgia trip for me. Mm -hmm. And I am very much looking forward to spending time in a zone that looks like I remember the lands looking like. I don't know why. I mean, it's just it's really just kind of pulling me into it. And I think that the armor sets for them just Mm -hmm. look absolutely bananas they do just so over the top stupid.
1: That plate though, the shoulders, ugh.
0: <laughs> oh man, I'm so excited for that. Uh, so spoilers, I am absolutely putting a warrior in there just so I can have like the <laughs> weird like arms and stuff hanging off. Like it is just going to be so cool. So that this group is,
1: reminds me a lot of Naxoramus.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it absolutely love it. I couldn't put guard in there because people would no. be respect me. But that's why I have a hunter and my hunter or not my hunter. That's why I have a warrior. My warrior is definitely going to live in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you, so what do you think about it? Any, anything, any other thoughts you want to share?
1: No, I mean, like, you know, we said before is like, this one has a little bit more death and decay than the, uh, Venthyr does, but, it's still just a little too seen before for me it's nothing you know novel it's there's nothing that is gonna grab my attention and be like this is super cool other than those plate shoulders that I will have to fix I will have to put something maybe my death knight in there and just so that just so that I can have them because those are so cool but other than that that's really it like nothing else really grabs my attention
0: that's fair. That's fair. I, I think they do exactly what they are supposed to do, and that makes me pretty happy with them. So yes. third is the Kyrians. Curians are second. third or second, I mean, yeah, you're right. I can't <laughs> math today. <laughs> I better get that on get that on lock before my kids start homeschool in the next <laughs> couple of days. So So Kyrian is second. And for me, it's all about the mount. Was just straight up, yeah. Mount because man, that freaking celestial lion-looking thing—it is super cool. So cool with the plate and the shiny and the gold and the silver. Uh, Even watching people quest in this zone Mm -hmm. just makes me feel like just a certain kind of way. You know what I mean? So I am very excited to see what this all you know what all comes out of it Mm -hmm. I think that's another piece to it is just that I'm really interested in the Kyrian story
1: yeah the Kyrian story is one of the ones that I'm most intrigued about I'm I'm curious to see where that lore piece fits in all of this because I've things have been hinted where you know in all four of them not all is as it seems so I'm really curious to see the dark side of the light of this zone
0: Yeah We'll see it The You know what's going to be really interesting Is that to me After seeing two videos It's like Maltaraxis is the, the goodest guys So
1: far. yeah. <laughs> Ironically enough, they are the goodest.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like they, you know, it's Thrall's mom doing roguey assassiny stuff, but you know, she's doing her duty and protecting the, like, go figure it would be Maldraxxus that would be the, like the goodest.
1: Yeah. Not going to lie though, that short was amazing.
0: Oh yeah. It was great. It was really great. It didn't really tell us much. It feels like these are supposed to kind of set us up for understanding where the story is going to be. Yeah. And so it really didn't say a lot. But I am very interested to see what's up with these five houses. Yeah. Like, you know, get your stuff in order, guys. (laughs) And I want to know why – things are af- going sideways is really I mean obviously that's the big secret you know why yeah. is everything getting because it it makes sense that mm-hmm. all the animal would get screwed up and the helm of domination is destroyed and now all of a sudden the whole afterlife is just kind of messed up yeah, clearly it, someone it, is behind that but
1: I was going to say it feels like this was a long standing problem before Sylvanas shattered the veil Like, it doesn't feel like this is, like, a new problem for any of
0: the lore. Uh, Yeah, you're probably right. It's going to be interesting to see how all this goes. So, I guess anybody who can do math has figured out that the number one for us is the Night (laughs) Fae.
1: Because all of the druidic things, and they're so pretty. I I am dying to get my hands on that mount and that adorable little pet.
0: I just want to be my monk and do that fault line stomp because ever since I watched yeah. a video of it and I encourage all of you listening to this go seriously go watch a video of the what the fault looks like it is so cool it is a lot of I, it aesthetically it's cool from a damage perspective you know as mm-hmm. far as like doing what it does it appears to be very effective. At least that's what I have heard. And it looks so cool because it's just this neat blue pattern on the ground. Mm-hmm. I I can't freaking wait. The mount is amazing. The zone looks super cool. Normally, I'm not all in on that particular stuff, right? You know, when i leveled through Legion, I didn't particularly care for, you know, the... I forget what it's called, but whatever the, the night elf zone was in there. I didn't particularly care for it, but there's something about this one. Mm-hmm. The afterlife version of it really kind of grabbed me. Yeah,
1: it's just more ethereal and uh, yeah. it's more aesthetically pleasing than the Emerald Dream somewhere around there. Yeah.
0: Did, that was a raid, right? Was there a yes. time where you guys went into yeah. the Emerald Dream? hmm. Was that weird? I, I would imagine. Uh, I, I mean, would... it
1: was it was a corrupted version of Druid area, so it was it was an interesting place. It was kind of the start of all the like super dark, gloomy, like mounts and pets and raid types and everything.
0: Because you know, when you corrupt the Emerald Dream,
1: <laughs> yeah, I things mean, you're are, things starting, are real. <laughs> starting to corrupt the old guys. <laughs> things are getting real.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So that's it. We ranked them. We I think, did. So really what we were trying to go for here was in order of most awesome, according to the two of us, clearly we are not a hundred percent to be all and end all. We're close, but we're not a hundred percent there. I would absolutely love to hear what everybody else has to say. So reach out to us, you know, tweet at us or, you know, find us on Instagram. Just look for EFG LFG PST. I would absolutely love to hear what you have to say about our rankings. And I'd love to hear yours, too. Don't just talk crap to us. Do do some work yourself. Tell us, rank them one through four. The good news is we don't have to rank like every class in the game or anything crazy like that. No. It's literally rank one through four. I would love to hear it.
1: I'm curious to see when everybody decides in four months just to see the breakout of the percentage of the population in each of these
0: covenants. I hope it's even. Otherwise, Blizzard's going to have some work to do. Yeah. It's not going to be even.
1: No, it's not. (laughs)
0: Definitely not. It's definitely not. So, all right. So we ranked them in order of awesomeness. Now we got to talk about where we are putting our characters because we said we would put our money where our mouth is and make some of those decisions at least in pencil. And I yeah. think this is probably going to be more effective at, like, helping people make these choices than ranking them. Because, you know, we ha- we both have very practical or superficial reasons for why we are making some of these choices. So why don't you start? Okay. Where are you – and we'll just start with the big guns. Where are you putting your main, Dana?
1: So – My main is a shaman. This is the real one. This is the real one. This is my Resto Shaman. She has been my main for the last six years at this point. She is going to Night Fae. I just feel like of all of the things, all of the abilities of each of the four covenants, I resonated the most with the Night Fae in the way that I play Resto Shaman. So it might not necessarily be the best or the most OP option but it is the best for the way that I play so that's where she's gonna go
0: Alright, I think that makes sense. And ultimately, you want to get your hands on that mount as quickly as possible. What yes. better way to do it than to get the <laughs> that you're going to put the most time in there? Because you and I are going to have very different leveling experiences too, because you got to get ready for raid. Right. I do not. I have quite some time because I just need to be ready for the alt raid in, you know, a month or two after everything gets started. So right. I'm in pretty, I'm in pretty good shape on that one. So I will be leveling all of my, you know, getting a guy to the top and then bouncing to another character immediately. So everything will be a a little bit different for me. So to answer the question for myself, where am I putting my main? I had some conflict this week. I was going to do Kyrian for life from the minute I saw Divine Toll. And I was doing some studying and thinking about it. And there is some movement that believes that Night Fae might actually have been the better call. And it may end up being a better call for a pure support character in the long run. Just because you can help m- m- let a proper use of that blessing, the blessing of seasons, appears to be at least in the conversation for being able to help with progression and you know with Mythic Plus and things like that, you know. But I I'm going with Kyrian and I reserve the right to change it because we did find out this week that you are able to do so. But I, I believe I'm going to stick with Kyrian. Number one for the Paladin roleplay, like freaking Uther is in there. Like, I, you know, <laughs> there is that. But the other piece is Divine Toll feels to me like a Paladin healing easy button and I need as many of those as possible to help overcome just some of my other like personal like you know my reaction time etc and having a once per minute cooldown where I can hit everybody with a holy shock and glimmer everyone Mm -hmm. just is the right call that combined with some other legendaries that I've already seen on the books and obviously I will be able to give myself because I'm going to be making everything it it de- that's what it feels like. So for those people that are playing Holy Paladins or maybe your Holy Paladin is an alt and, you know, whatever, I feel like Kyrian is the right call for that. Not only from a roleplay perspective, but also just because, man, Divine Toll is an easy button for healing. And if you're just going to be doing some low dungeons or just kind of messing around, this is an easy way to just kind of give yourself some a boost of power. Because once every minute is three or four times a fight.
1: Yeah. For sure. Maybe
0: more in a in a bigger fight. And, and it's going to do awesome for world bosses, which is another piece of content that I absolutely love. It'd be great for world bosses. So, yeah, that's it. Dornguard is going to go live with the angels. Yeah. Who are probably real bad.
1: <laughs> which is funny, because I have a Paladin alt, and I have her going to Kyrian for the same reason as you said, but my second choice is Night Fae. I appreciate the fact that that is probably going to be a very strong ability for them, but I don't have the mental capacity to multitask that into everything else that I am doing in Raid.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would... And again, I, I reserve the right to change if things mm-hmm. turn out that I'm just straight up wrong, at, or that it's easier than I think, or maybe maybe someone creates a user mod, or a weak aura that really makes it easy. Right. I mean that is possible and i am sure there's someone trying to make that right now yeah, i'm sure right and it could very well be that just i learned the pattern the more that i use it because again we'll be using these powers for two years before they go away so who knows but my feeling right now is kind of like you i just don't think i'm smart enough <laughs> to to be able to handle that particular power at its most optimal mm-hmm. like i think at a hundred percent you're, it, it's going to be killer awesome but i don't know that i'll be able to run it at 100 percent. whereas i am very confident that i'll be able to use divine toll correctly all right because i just hit the button once a minute and it heals everyone mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's it all right so what is your just give us a second character where are they going
1: um well, it'll be my third character is so my paladin's going where yours is. But my oh, Well, actually, first... I'll
0: go with my second one. Okay. You, you're right. You did it. We'll snake draft a little bit. So I'll do two next. Okay. So Vanandagard is my hunter. My Coltiran hunter. And she is going to the Venthyr. I didn't okay. want to, but I needed somebody ever, you know, for all... you know, it, I needed mm-hmm. somebody in all of them. And I really love their shot.
1: Yeah, it is a pretty cool
0: all ability. The, let's see here. The Venthyr Covenant ability for hunters is Flayed Shot. I really like abilities where I can just kind of keep them up and they give me strong benefits. And the big advantage to this one is that it has a lot of uptime and Killed Shot is awesome. Yeah. So, because I remember that from back in the day. So, this might help me kind of bring back some of my glory days. It'll be interesting to see because I'm Beastmaster, so it's possible that there might be some other things. This is a close sec. This was a, a close victory. I It was possible that I was going to put her into the Necrolords because of that chakram. Mm-hmm. That chakram is just so cool. <laughs> and it <laughs> looks awesome. It does. That's true. All right. And so my next one is. Uh, My warrior, and I've already talked about him. I'm putting him in the Necrolords Mm -hmm. because he is largely because I just want to have a plate character in that faction just so that I can get the transmog. Yeah. But I know that he is going to be intended for tanking and... I feel like that gives the the Necrolord abilities plus their, their global ability just gives me a little bit more kind of easy buttons. I don't know. That's what it feels like to me. Yeah. And so I'm going to roll with it. Again, I don't think he's going to be going to like Mythic 20s, right? I'm not earning tanking achievements on him. Right. But for low-level Mythics messing around and stuff like that, and learning what it's like to tank. Mm-hmm. I think that the Necrolords are a good go. Yeah, for sure. So what So what do you got next?
1: All right. So usually my first alt is my mage because she's my OG character. I've played her since Vanilla. She, For now, I have her penciled into Necrolord just because that skeletal mage sounds super cool. And I okay. really want to see how that works out for me.
0: Yeah. That of Mage power looks so freaking amazing. hmm Looks so amazing. And I would, it, it looks pretty powerful on paper. Yeah. Obviously, we'll need testing. You know, if you're, not, if you're just kind of doing world quests with her and stuff like that,
1: mm-hmm. why
0: not have a cool cooldown to just wreck things? And their cloth set really isn't bad looking.
1: No. And if, like, my second choice for her is Venthyr if Necrolord isn't as cool as it sounds, so at least I would have someone in one of the two.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, gotta hang out with the goth kids.
1: Yeah. My my adorable and light-hearted little mage is gonna go hang out with the goth kids. So
0: this <laughs> is what happens in the afterlife? What happens in the afterlife? <laughs> stays in the afterlife. You know, right?
1: What I mean? yeah, we go to goth clubs. It's fine. And then my usually my third character that I level is my monk Tally. So she is gonna go to the Kyrian as well, um, just because I feel like their class ability is above and beyond the other three for monks okay for me and my play style it might be not the necessarily the best just like for the shaman but for the way that i feel that i play monk i feel like the
0: kyrian option is the best for her sure absolutely absolutely the next are my monk and my robe and i'm putting both of them in the night phase Okay. Really, what it comes down to is my monk, and we talked about this earlier. I really just love that fault line. His it's entire true. job is world quests and alchemy. So he really is just going to go out and do his world quests every day. And maybe some light dungeons if I have to farm something, like a BOP alchemy pattern or something like that. He is. And so the Night fay, it really just, that, that stomp. It just seems cool to me. I want to give it a shot. Yeah. At the very least, it'll look awesome when I'm fighting mm-hmm. world bosses and stuff like that. I do reserve the right to change him. Like, for example, if I have to make him a healer in order to go through some of these dungeons, that is a possibility. And if I have to, then we'll, we'll switch it up to make it the uh, you know, the whatever is right for a monk who is a healer. Mm-hmm. But for now, for a, a Windwalker monk, looks like the Thelon, the Wayline, rather, wayline, <laughs> uh, is the right show. Is the right call. And my rogue 100% night night fade just for sepsis. I just love that ability. It sounds so stupid <laughs> to pick just based on one thing. And but no, I've, I've got to have sepsis. I want to sepsis rogue mm-hmm. and it's going to be a whole lot of fun. And I also kind of like the idea of my rogue eventually settling into being, you know, leveling and getting renowned through the night fay And then eventually just going out to be that ninja assassin. Mm hmm. But that one conduit that boosts the amount of gold you get from a different world quest. Oh, I just love the idea of bringing her out every day or two or whatever and just going and just wrecking just one guy. (laughs) thousand gold. And then Mm -hmm. she hearths back and just goes to sleep at an inn. Like, it just Mm -hmm. sounds so hilarious to me.
1: She's your merc.
0: Yeah, she's literally she's just gonna go merc a dude Mm -hmm. and be done with it. (laughs) <laughs> do, you, do you have any other characters?
1: Yes. And I will say that my monk is only in Kyrian because she is a healer. If she wasn't a healer, she would be in Night Fae. So I agree with you there. That's fair. The last one that I have is a druid. She tends to be my fifth character that I uh, level up. She's not one that I play super heavy, but she is there. I like her as my herbalist because she can stay in flight form and go around. But she is also, as druids should, going
0: into Night Fae. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. So do you have coverage in all four, though, right?
1: No. So my mage is going to either be in Necrolord or Venthyr. I've got her in Necrolord for now, but I don't have anybody that I play in Venthyr right now. I got I to gotta uh, fix that. I don't know who to put there, though.
0: You just have to make another character. Welcome to uh, the- <laughs> 700 I mean, alt game. I mean, I my assumption is that the character boosts probably got to go down in price, right? Like, yeah. you know, right now they're 60 bucks. That's steep. But it feels to me like a character boost sh- shouldn't be that expensive anymore. No. no.
1: And I mean, I have other level 120s right now. I have a priest. I have Death Knight. I have a Demon Hunter and everything. And I, But I just don't play them. I have them up because... Just so I have the character if I need it. But I don't play them ever really. So I guess I could probably stick the Demon Hunter in there and call it good.
0: Yeah. For nothing else, level them through and then you can play through the quest line and see. It'll be something to do. I mean, the reality yeah. is, then again, you raid, so you will <laughs> have less free time. Sure. So I my last ones are my second paladin and my mage. And so okay. this is an interesting one, because, you know, you're a raider, so obviously you have to be very laser-focused with the characters that you have and what they do. And for me, it's actually uh, about breadth of what my characters are capable of doing. Mm-hmm. And so those two, Retroguard and F. Guardia you see what I did there? It's mm-hmm. EFG. Uh, so uh, it's like branding in the name it, only two <laughs> like one or two people have picked up on it already uh, most of them are people who know who I am like in real life so the AR are my gatherers their job is to go get me stuff so retro is a miner and a herbalist and right now she's the prospector so she takes the stuff that retro finds and mills it or prospects it and and so I am deliberately undecided and uncommitted with both of those characters. Because one of the things that I know is that they talk about how the – as you gain renown through a, through a specific zone, you will get the ability to travel through them better. There will be more teleports, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so – whichever version ends up being the place that I end up spending a lot more time farming in, that's where I'm going to put retro because why not give myself more ability to move around there? And I think that for a seventh character, whose primary job is farming when I am sitting idle, watching YouTube videos or listening to podcasts or recording podcasts. So I have something to do with my hands. (laughs) so having him if I have to spend all my time in Meldraxis, then he'll be a lord if I'm spending all my time in the Night Fae so be it I don't have any particular going to have all the different bases covered so right. he's just there and the same thing with my mage she is I'm never going to bring her into a dungeon I'm never that's not her job her job is to like if she just got to the max level and never did another thing I other than maybe gain some renown down, I would be fine with that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I'm going to be PvPing on her or anything. Uh, but so her covenant is purely a soulbind choice. That's another thing with retro. It's like you know, are there soulbinds that kind of help or just give you stuff, etc. That's what they're going to be doing. So. They are when I made my spreadsheet, I actually made sure that I had a category for undecided, but not because I don't know what I want to do, but because I I know they are going to do whatever is optimal for the crew. As, yep. That's what I call my family. It's like the Fast and the Furious, <laughs> you know, they're a family.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: family is everything. That's what that's their role. Okay. And so they're just kind of hanging out. And I think it's pretty fun, actually, mm-hmm. to kind of have that going. kind of like my my demon hunter. Her sole job is to go places where there are lots of things and kill them. These guys are definitely not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it. I guess we figured out where we're going to put our characters. In pencil. Obviously, this This could all change. The characters could all get nerfed. I could just absolutely hate being in the Maltraxas zone. And I just never want to go there ever again. (laughs) At which point, then we will figure it out. Yeah. We'll make do. Because I am... Not gonna suffer through zones I don't want. <laughs> so yeah, same. Yeah, but y'all listening only want to hear where you're putting your characters and yeah, why. Definitely. The, the why is more important than where. So yes. find us on the Twitter or on Instagram and let us know what covenant are you putting your main in, and is there an alt you're putting somewhere unexpected? Like I'm putting my hunter in Ventir because I want that flayed mark, but like... And you
1: want you know. the rogue in Night Fae, because sepsis. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's just so gross. That's not surprising to me. I knew immediately upon seeing that, I was like, oh, got to put Umbra in there.
1: Yeah, but you would oh. think that, like, rogues wouldn't necessarily go to, like, the frilly, pretty Night Fae. You would think that it's they true. would go into more of, like, the gothic areas.
0: I mean, with that said, my rogue is adorable. <laughs> Fair. She's like a tiny little, like what I like about dark iron dwarves is just the way their are like their hair is and everything. Like gnomes are obnoxiously cute, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're little and tiny, but like to the point where they're obnoxious, I think dark iron dwarves and female dwarves uh, also, but that form mm-hmm. is, especially with the right, Transmog, she's gonna be this adorable little ninja assassin. That's true. And I am here for it. But everybody else listening, we definitely want to hear what you guys are doing, where you're going, and why. So please reach out to us on our socials. Like I said, EFG, LFG, PST, on Twitter or on Instagram. We did it. We we ranked them. We figured out where we're putting our characters. Now we just got to wait and actually do it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So everybody... Thank you very much for listening to episode, I think this is eight of the yeah. of EFG LFG PST podcast for casual WoW fans. We're getting right up to the wire. It, it's possible that the next time we record this, we will have a pre-patch incoming. Yeah, we a- might
1: have a date, which I'm really hoping that is soon. I, I'm guessing the 22nd. I'm really hoping it's the 22nd. I'm really hoping that they announce it tomorrow. That it will be the 22nd, so that we have something to look forward to.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just tired of doing old world content. I'd like to do something new. Same. But, but until then, I'm going to be farming Cobalt, because apparently you need like a billion of it, and it's 75 gold apiece on the auction house. Nice. So guess who's, guess who's not buying that so he can start making mech the uh, Mecha Choppers? Me.
1: Yeah, not you. <laughs>
0: I was like, oh, I'll buy 600 of it. And they were like, no, that'll be 30,000 gold, please. And I was like, no, that will that will not happen.
1: <laughs> Never mind.
0: Never mind. I will go farm it myself. Where do you do that? Oh, it's in Northrend. So, everybody, have yourself a great week. We will be back after the reset. And until then, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see you soon. Bye.